Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi guys. Happy Monday. I love Mondays. I know. And especially this Monday because we just had the best inspirational chat with Ariel, our guest of the week. Yes. So excited, you guys. This episode was honestly so inspiring for us. She shared so many tips and tricks. She's the photographer who did our podcast cover photos. Mm -hmm. You guys saw that when we did the whole relaunch. So we're just honestly just sitting down chatting with her about her story, her experience, just like literally where she started and then grew her business to what it is today, working with amazing clients like the Skinny Confidential. So insane. Like she's such a boss babe. So we hope you guys love this episode. We truly had so much fun talking with her and we think you guys could learn so much, especially just about photography and content creation and how to take elevating, photos canon g7x we really yes. deep dive into that so <laughs> like what settings to use mm-hmm. like i feel like we just talked about so many amazing things with her and she was so open to sharing anything we asked her so yeah i feel like we can just dive into this week's episode and we hope you guys enjoy hey guys Hi, queens. Hi. We're so excited. We have a guest on our podcast today. It is Arielle. And if you guys don't know, we used her for our um, podcast cover photo shoot. So that photo you guys see, she took it. She helped bring the vision to life. So we're so excited to have her on the podcast to just talk about all things photography and give you guys kind of an insight and just some tips on being behind the lens and instead of in front of the lens and just some photo tips in general because she has experience with influencers as well but we'll dive into that a little bit later but first we usually start every episode with influences of the week so Danielle do you want to share what's currently influencing you yes okay right now I like started using this serum I feel like people are starting to talk about it more but it's that Caudalie brand I think that's how you say it it's the vino perfect radiance dark spot serum I keep seeing videos about it and the before and afters of people are so crazy it pretty much gets rid of your dark spots smooths out your smooths out your skin tone and like I don't know just evens everything out so like clearly I'm on this journey I got just got that clear and brilliant facial you guys know so um yeah trying out this serum so far I like it Also, speaking of the serum, we had a friend who told us about this app called, I think it's called Yucca, but pretty much what you do is you scan anything with this app and it tells you how clean the product is. And she said that this brand was like 100% clean, which she also told us about other brands that are surprisingly not clean. I wish I remembered. Um so that makes me feel better so I'm excited to keep using this product but that's my influence of the week what about you should we have our guest be next or should we have her be last (laughs) um it doesn't matter I can go really quick I feel like mine isn't anything crazy and then she can close it out amazing um Okay, I guess for mine this week, I feel like I've been saving the style on Pinterest lately and it's like mixing nice pieces with more casual pieces. So like just like a plain like baby crop tee or like a white tank with like 
a glittery skirt. So it's like you have your elevated Cute. piece and then your basic piece. And I feel like it gives it that casual but still elevated look to it. So I feel like I've been Love. loving that lately. Love that. So I feel like that's what's influencing me. And then what about you, Ariel? What is your influence? I have, <laughs> yes, I have been like on this little journey. I am a service, I'm a photography service, and I really want to like step into my business era. So Love I've that. been like binging. Yeah, there's this, um, what do you call her? She's like a businesswoman. Her name's Cody Sanchez. Have you guys seen her? I don't She's think She's like so. kind of a little Gary V-esque, but like more information based on like how to like buy, sell businesses, like all of that. So oh, I've wow. been loving her content. Is it like yeah, videos? It's like, like on TikTok or something? Yeah, she has like YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, but she kind of like teaches you like how to buy like boring businesses that just like make a ton of like passive money oh, but I kind of want to get one and make it like aesthetic uh, oh my gosh interesting wait yeah. what's her name I need to write this down <laughs> Cody Sanchez Cody Sanchez okay she's good I like that. I really like her yeah she like for example like vending machines like oh my god wait right? I literally like, saw an article about some guy who bought vending machines and like wait it was I like probably a side hustle his tick and then he like made a bunch of money yeah. yeah yeah but this is a woman so it's even better like I love, I love watching strong women Same. but um yeah like she was talking about vending machines like which is one of the smaller businesses to start with, they generate like twenty to like fifty thousand dollars per year. But she was talking about like her friend is like the sprinkles cupcake lady. And um, you see like you know in the pendry how they have like champagne yeah. vending machine. Yeah. Like there could be like a healthy girl vending machine. Like beef jerky, like dried yeah. fruit, like but it's like really cute. Okay. You know? Wow. Stuff like that. It's just I love like that. Yeah, it's getting my head thinking. Yeah. Spinning. Yeah. That's a good one. I love that. Yeah. An educational influence of the week. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Okay. Thank you for sharing. That's so amazing. If you guys want to look her up, I feel like I'm definitely going to check her out. So thanks for sharing. And yeah, we can pretty much dive into the episode and start. And I feel like the first question we always ask people is just, Tell us a little bit about yourself, background on your career. How did you get into photography? Like whatever you want to share, like your elevator pitch. It can be a long version. So whatever you feel like sharing, we'd love to hear. Yeah. So basically like now I'm a photographer for mainly women. I'd say like 98% women um, who have businesses online, content creators, podcasters, CEOs, service-based businesses, some people who just want really cool portraits, um, all the above. And I got started like in high school, kind of on and off for years, but I took it kind of seriously when I was like 25. So it was like eight years ago and I was just bored with my life. I was like, what am I going to do? The only thing I really like loved to do was to take pictures. And so I just started to do it. I, I posted on my Facebook. I'm like, who wants some free photos? I'm taking photography seriously now. And I got a whole bunch of responses. And I just kind of started shooting people that I knew. 
But one day I just like got so bored. I'm like, I can't shoot like gender reveals and like families in a field. Like this is just so boring to me. So I applied on Indie.com. It's kind of like a corporate Mm -hmm. um, like job website, but they had a internship for a magazine called Locale Magazine and I started going to their meetings. Um, they basically like just hired photographers for free, like as interns, and would send them to the articles to go shoot people. So I got set up with a fashion blogger. Um, do you guys know Fashion Lush? I think oh, we've yeah. talked about her. Yeah. 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 yeah mm-hmm. She was my first. Well, I shot actually one influencer before that, but I didn't really understand like what it was. Um, for like a $20 gift card on a rooftop. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, but I didn't like understand what I was doing at that time. It wasn't until the article that I kind of like started understanding me and Erica were like talking about what she does and she was having her boyfriend take her photos at the time. And like, you know how it goes. It's a little bit like, yes, a struggle. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it's like they don't really want to do it, but I think he was very creative. But yeah, it was just like, you know, they have jobs, you have jobs, like sometimes you just need to be efficient with it. So we started shooting. Um, and then from there, like she set me up with her friend Lauren and then other I think other people just like kind of saw me from the posts online and other like bloggers. This is like in the blogging era. So this is like 20 15 2016 so yeah you were were shooting like 85 millimeter like paparazzi style photos like crossing the street and everything was very blue like cold tones desaturated like super desaturated like everyone was like white and I remember that era like everything was very icy Like, I feel like things were really bright and white and, like, blue, yeah. Yeah, like, happily gray style, but, like, back in the day, it was, like, just take out all the yellow, all the orange, like, purple, green. It was just, like, blue, basically. (laughs) And the white balance was off. The white balance was real off. But looking back, I'm like, the photos weren't so bad. I just need to adjust the white balance. So, yeah. But that's kind of how I started. Um... And kind of how, like, things took off for me. Love that. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like your style right now is very niche. Like, I just, I feel like you take, like, such cool creative photos of, like, powerful women. Like, I love that. Yes, (laughs) I do too. Because it's just, like, it feels really good to help them, like, see that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times people don't know how to show like being powerful without just like standing with their hands on their hips you know a lot of photographers like that's how they would show a woman being powerful if someone said so true you know I want to look powerful they'd be like okay we'll stand like this in a suit and like that's not always the exact picture someone needs Uh so I love like trying to figure out how to make someone look cool and powerful but like yeah for their own uh, like categories Mm -hmm. you know some people are like health coaches or you know yeah like a ceo of a technology company you just never know 
Totally. That's amazing. I would do you reach out to people still or are you you just get like referrals like you are booked and busy and like how long did it take you to get to that point where you are attracting your dream client? You know what I mean? Because I feel like you're at a point now where you can just like pick and choose who you want to work with. But how long did it take you to get there and to like really feel confident in what you're offering and what you're doing? Because I feel like a big thing in our industry, and I'm sure it's very similar, is imposter syndrome and like what you're charging Mm -hmm. and all that. So how long did it take you to get there? And I guess, what did you do to get there? Yeah, so... I'd say, like, with the charging part, that was honestly, like, super recent, I'd say, within the last, like, two years, where I felt like I was really making what I deserve. I think we always can be increasing, but um, the cool thing was, is I never really reached out to anybody to shoot other than the very beginning. So, but that's the power of influencers. I mean, I'm sure you guys, like, understand that for sure. Um because and that's like what I feel like I'm so lucky with too like I've never asked anyone to shoot or collaborate um of course like people have asked me and I I would do that a little bit in the beginning for sure um but the thing is is like when you're working with women that have already built an audience and people look up to them and they want to kind of be like them and they also like trust the person that they're following so if that person shoots with me that's basically in long term too because I was building clients like long term you know working every week on their collaborations for four five six seven eight years um that basically says like this smart business person like trusts her I'm gonna trust her Mm -hmm. so a lot of people would follow me and even like now I get a lot of my inquiries from people maybe they've been following me for years and then they're starting their first business venture or you know they have a special occasion that they want photographed and like I'm the person because they've watched me for years and they maybe found me through an influencer that I shot so Mm. I've been like really lucky that way to be honest um that's why sometimes when I see other photographers like bashing collaborations and things like that like I can understand where they're coming from because maybe they feel used for their time and Mm. I think they have to look at it like I always say like look at who you're working with of course some people don't have influence like it has nothing to do with your followers or who you are what you do like I have some clients who are businesswomen who have like 3,000 followers but they have such strong influence and they know so many people in the community that maybe they gave me like five amazing referrals and they had a small audience so Mm -hmm. like influence can be anything yeah yeah that's so true yeah we yeah but but going to your question like about how long it took it took like a year and a half for me to quit my job um I just got so busy that like I had to I didn't want to my full-time job but um and I think that was fairly quick but I do think that was like because I worked with influencers Mm -hmm. the power of the industry um what was your job before was it in photography no I was a server in a high limit room in a casino so like where they would oh. bet like ten thousand, fifty thousand oh on blackjack. 
Yeah, like per hand, like rich men, women. Oh, wait, how did tapping you get the casino? There? Like, <laughs> so my ex, when I was like younger, I was like nineteen, twenty. His sister started working there, um, in the cage. So that's where they handle all the money. And she just was like, it's so amazing. They have like health benefits and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, like it seems cool. She just couldn't stop talking about it. And I hated my job. I was working in like a real estate office with Mm. like five 50-year-old women that hated their lives. So it was like miserable. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to work there. But like previously I was like a food server. So I'm like, "I'll, I'll be a food server. So I worked on the main floor, okay? And everyone hated me. And they said that I was, like, sleeping with the boss because he promoted me to high limit. But it was because I was, like, out there hustling. Like, everyone was in the back, like, being lazy. And I was selling Fun Bites. They were (laughs) Oh, my God. I love (laughs) They were these things. (laughs) They were these things that were, like, 99 cents. Like, they were, like freaking tater tots and like chicken things but no actually they were three dollars but I could keep a dollar per fun bite so I was out there selling like a hundred two hundred fun bites because I'm like I need to make money that is so funny (laughs) that's iconic oh love that yes wow so I was like slinging fun bites and then he was like obviously like I was cute too like no one else was super cute you know, but like everyone was mad because I was only there for like three months and I got a promotion that like nobody at the time, like nobody could really get because there was like lifers in the high limit room, you know, that had been there for like 10, 20 years and there was only a few spots. Oh. So like it was very controversial. Interesting. And if anyone's listening that worked there, they know like there is... There was rumors I was like a like a spy, like where oh I was sleeping with our boss, who actually he ended up getting like fired for sexual harassment. So oh. it wasn't too outlandish, yeah. but it wasn't true. Oh okay. my god! Well, you're a queen but, yeah. for hustling and working your way up. Wow. Yes, you have to. Yeah. Anything you do. Yeah, and I feel like that speaks to where you are today because I feel like you are such a hustler, like boss babe. <laughs> Yeah. You guys are too. You guys are too. <laughs> well, I feel you. like that's how we met was we did a photo shoot with, I think it was Mia Shoes with Cool Girl Connection. Mm-hmm. And so I know Nicole and then you were the photographer. And so yes. then we ended up working together on that and then just kind of started the relationship there, kept in touch, like whatever. And I feel like relationships are so important too and then obviously when we had a need for photography like you were the first person I thought of I was like it has to be Arielle like we have to make this work because like love your style love your brand your aesthetic and just like your mission and like you said you Mm -hmm. shoot powerful women and like we just had this vision for the podcast cover and I was like she can execute it like she will get it and like our first podcast cover if the listeners are OGs I literally can't (laughs) it was so bad like we literally cringe at it it was not even anything we literally no like cut ourselves out of photos that were against white walls and like put them together and like that was pretty much it 
and we were like it is time to level up it is time to elevate this like this is embarrassing because you would see like the podcast covers on like the apple like podcast or on spotify and you like scroll and you see people's covers and then you see our cover and i would just be like Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> like I can't. obviously you have to start somewhere. So like that's yes. what you had to do. But like you were slinging like, chicken bites, like yeah, like <laughs> yeah, it's like fun bite vibes. Yeah, but like, exactly. Our- it's like at least you did it. You started with what you could, and like I don't think anyone really probably cared. You no, know, yeah, like it's, we were. But you did. Out. But our whole like vibe when we were shooting our new cover with Ariel was like, this is also our like Forbes thirty under thirty, um, our <laughs> Forbes photos as well. So she really prepped us for that. <laughs> yes, yeah. they are. I I love those pictures. So yeah, much. they came out so like, good. Ugh, I love them. I usually like take a year to like post photos, but like I posted those right away because I loved yeah. them. Yeah, they were so ugh. good. Um, do you have any clients or like celeb clients you can share with us or is it like all private like who are some of your fave clients or you're like I don't know yeah so like I mean last year like I fangirl I mean every year I feel like I have like at least like two like fangirl kind of moments where I'm like I can't believe this person like wants to shoot with me Last year, it was, like, the CEO of this crypto company, Polygon. His name is Ryan Wyatt. But I thought that was, like, super cool for me personally. I'm super into crypto, like, Bitcoin, Ethereum Uh vibes. Um, And so, like, that was awesome. Yes. Like, you have to at least learn about Bitcoin just because of inflation. So, like, just Google Bitcoin and inflation and just start there okay but um but yeah that was awesome and I actually like manifested that one because I just commented on one on one of his posts like about this article and he reached out and he was like hey I need headshots right now so you never know like just putting yourself out there such a good story like put yourself out there you never know what's gonna come of it like the worst thing that could Mm -hmm. happen is like he won't ever see the comment but so what and the best thing that could happen is you get to work with him but like that probably wasn't your intention right no not at all not at all and um that's the thing too is like if you're just genuine and like you know you have a good portfolio built up I mean for like your audiences like relevancy it's kind of like they put out their work of their fashion let's say they're a fashion influencer and they comment on let's say like Colt Gaia posts their new collection mm-hmm. and they just comment on it and if they are the right vibe for Colt Gaia like they might see it and reach out like you don't know what's gonna happen so that was like a cool moment wow. and then like I gotta work with um do you guys know like the boss babe community like podcast yeah I think so I think so yeah Yeah, Natalie and Danielle they have like a really cool community oh you just they shot I got to shoot their podcasts like I think it was like a year and a half ago maybe but that was really cool um everyone like always fangirls over like Lauren Bostick yeah I love her she actually like yeah she not her current one but um I worked with her for like four or five years when she was in like well LA and San Diego. Um, that was like in the blog her blogging era. Oh my so gosh, that we is worked a really f- cool one. <laughs> yeah, for her blog, like for like four or five years, and that was like so much fun. I learned 
literally like everything I know from her. Love so that. she's a genius. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Awesome. Well, I guess we can dive into some like tips and all that kind of fun stuff for our listeners. So I guess could you just give anyone listening advice on photography? Do you have general photo tips that you kind of live by if you're like, I never shoot like this or this is my always number one rule? Like, do you have anything like that you can share? Yeah, like for like the phone or for Yeah, maybe camera? for like beginners with their phone and then like maybe mm-hmm. some easy, like we'll ask you about like the Canon G7X because I feel like right now that is such a hot topic, but maybe like for yeah. phones... Do you have any, you know, tips? Yeah. (laughs) Or like lighting tips that you look for when you shoot or just like from a photographer perspective. Totally. So like the first thing, if you're starting, I would say like put your um, like grid, like the composition grid on your phone because you really want to make sure that you like leave space for like text on your story or just like making sure you're shooting for like you can crop in for your Instagram feed so that's like number one and then definitely like clean your lens but that's like pretty known um you, if you're like you filming would think video. you would think that's known but I feel like it's not so I love that you just said yeah. that because I talk about it all the time I'm like just wipe down your lens right before you shoot every time yeah, because otherwise it, it will get kind of, if you notice your phone's kind of like cloudy, that's like yeah. you're either in low light or you need to wipe your lens. So then definitely like have enough light. Like there's no point of shooting if there's bad light, unless that's your vibe, like you want like really, really moody. Um, And then also if you want moody, tap your screen and drag down the sun. Mm-hmm. And then for filming, like even for photos or filming video, like, I think it looks really cool if you, like, zoom in and then you film because it kind of takes out, like, the distortion. Mm. So that's really nice for detail shots. I feel shots. like that's a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it looks more like a camera if you're, like, looking for that okay. um, kind of look. I don't know. It just kind of, like, stabilizes mm-hmm. things, too, for especially for detail shots. And then what else? Like... I mean, you can always get a little light to, to bring around because the light is so important. Like, that's what photography yeah. is. Like, it means light or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, I mean, I... There's so many different tips. Like, editing is important, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you use Lightroom? Yeah, I don't think, like... I do for my computer um for like real photography but for my phone like I just like using the Tezza app I think it's super easy oh I love the Tezza app too honestly I feel like she did a really good job with that app it keeps getting better like I know I agree the new filter it's called like song I think I just saw it yeah oh I haven't tried It, it yet it gives some warmth like I like it. I like a little bit of it. I like that one, and then I like Coco. I, I like love shade. Coco and Shade. Yes, those ones are shade so is good. nice. Alyssa, you and would then, love those. I have the app. I've started playing with it. I like to use okay. the app to you add like blur. You would love shade. Love like the blur. Shade is feature. so good. Or like to make it look film or vintage. 
I love to yes. use those kind of filters too. Okay, get it then because so you don't have it? No, I just like recently okay. got she it. Likes, so I need to explore. Yeah, she like stopped yeah. for a while and then she, I think you got it again, right? Yeah. Even the disposable it's honestly worth um, it, like Yeah, $9 for like this is our job. Yes. Disposable yes, in the film section. Love Take them. off the date though cuz I feel like the date's kind of like done. Do you guys, what do you guys think about the I date? I kind of like the date, but <laughs> I do take it off okay. and I switch okay. in between. I wish okay. the date wasn't red. Like, can it be yes. white okay, good or black or I don't Teza, know. Teza, are you listening? <laughs> Is it yes, red? Can we change the date? It's, it's orange, like ready orange color. Yeah. yeah. I agree because, yes, it reminds me of like, I used to use the Huji app like back in 2017 do you know it yes 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 okay it reminds me of that which I loved it and I would always add like a sun flare yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) wait I'm also using Daz cam too that one is like really good I feel like but is that the Japanese yeah Daz cam that one it's gotta write it down yeah I honestly don't really know how to work it I only use this one setting and I think it's like 35 Oh, I can't remember, but it has a really good, like, very vintagey, blurry setting that is really good. Yeah, that's nice. But yeah, Teza is my favorite too. That's nice. Love that. Um, okay, well, speaking of like tips, I feel like we have, like, this is a good question to bounce off of because I feel like there's so much, um, like, viral equipment out there. So, would love a photographer's opinion. <laughs> so, yeah. Alex Earl. Amazon light, um, is it worth it? Yeah, remember I showed I you know. Guys. And yeah, yep, um, like, thing is, I literally, know was first. you literally convinced us to get it. I ordered it while we were in the studio. It I got know. to my house like two hours day. later. And oh then we God. used it all night at like dinner and taking like night photos. <laughs> and it truly just changed our lives. I have two actually, because I just in case one so dies, good. I have Same, my Same, I one. got two. Like yeah we ordered it immediately after Ariel showed it to us it's so so nice I love those photos you guys took and your like birthday cake one is so cute cute. it's the the iPhone flash is not strong enough for my liking Mm -hmm. and then also you have to like I feel like you have to like wait for it to go off and it's like like it just takes too long yeah. and this light's constant yeah so it's amazing and it just like and I feel like video. Your face. yeah your skin looks so good and like you said I feel like it's mm-hmm. constant it's like when you just are using the flash it's like the camera has to work so hard to like figure out what's going on but it's when that light is on mm-hmm. it doesn't have to like do as many adjustments because the light is pretty like constant because mm-hmm. it's not yeah. just relying on the flash, which is so helpful. So we brought that out at Nobu yeah. in the middle of the restaurant yep. for her birthday. It was <laughs> like, so funny. Yes. But like, Why you know do what? Other get people the shot. get so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't know. Like, everyone, we just go for it. But <laughs> like, I love it. everyone's I taking love photos. It. So what? Okay. I yeah. always have it in my purse, and I bring it, and like everyone with that. me always gets embarrassed, and I'm like, Why do you like? Who cares? Like we're never gonna see these people again we need good light yeah. and like we said in the last episode you guys it's not that serious it's really it not is that serious not that serious it doesn't really just matter. do it take the photos with good light okay it's worth it and i just feel 100. like it elevates the photos so much yeah okay, okay so, so the it. next one gotta dive in what are your thoughts on the canon g7x because 
Obviously, it had its big moment a couple years ago. We both bought it and then it stopped having its moment. So we put it away in a drawer Mm -hmm. and it was collecting dust. And then recently it's come back out and people are just, I feel like it's going viral again. Like it's been sold out. I'm sure people at Best Buy are just like, what is going on? Like, why is this camera sold out? It doesn't make sense. But what are your thoughts on it? Is it worth it? If you want to share some of your favorite settings on it for maybe those who don't really know how to use it. (laughs) Do you have it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have it. I have it. I love it. I think it went away because it was for vlogging, wasn't it? Like, back then it had a vlogging moment. It was video. That's what I got it (laughs) for. And then the phone, like, did just as good of a job, and it was, like, easier. So I think – and YouTube kind of went to the side just for a little Mm -hmm. bit. So it's back, but also mainly for video. For I mean, for photo. Flash – photos is where it's at like don't even use it without the flash honestly so even during the daytime keep the flash on 100% like this is what like professional photographers this is the technique like you see any campaigns in like magazines even if it's someone at the beach there's strobe lights involved most of the time um because like the sun comes from like one way but it just adds it in from the front as well. And it just creates like mm. you have the most beautiful light on the water in the background, for example. And then it lights up the person in the front. So they look like they're glowing also. So like if you're at the beach and I would always add the flash in because you just want to like light up yourself. I also so you want to shoot manual. I don't know if this was me really quick, but I didn't even know it had a flash until this time around because I had no <laughs> idea how to turn the flash on until I saw a TikTok video. Yeah. So if you don't know, it's just on the side of the camera. There's like a little kind of switch you just flick and the flash light comes up. I literally had no idea. And then especially if it's on auto, it won't go off automatically. So Mm -hmm. I also wasn't using any other setting besides auto because I didn't know what settings to use. So I never used the flash on the camera until recently, which is funny. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point. And you want to use manual for sure. And it's easier than you think. I'll run you through it. Like but like, sound. like manual. yeah, please do. <laughs> like you have to, it's the M um, on the little like circle switch thing. So you want to put it, make sure it's on M because on, if it's on automatic, your camera doesn't know like what's really going on. It just, it just, I just would never. So you're going to go on a manual. You're going to make sure your ISO, just start with 100, okay? This is the base. ISO 100. Just start there. And then your aperture is what makes things like more in focus or more blurry in the background, okay? So I would just always kind of start around like 4.5 because you want details, but you don't want like too many. So I just kind of start there. Is that a button? And then you're like, where's that? That's the aperture. So there's like three. Um, gosh, should I grab mine? Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to think where, like, when you click like your settings, do you see those three? There's like a shutter on the very left, like That's on the, the camera fraction. or in the screen. On your screen. So these aren't the settings you just that comes with. Like, are you changing them, or is it already set to this? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're changing mm-hmm. them. Got it. 
Everyone yeah, like, get your you, cannons like, out. We're yeah. doing this together. Alyssa, when you, do you see like the settings? Um, like if you're trying to adjust, like on the screen, or like on this. Yeah, like part. they should be on the screen. Yeah, like do you use manual? I have it on. I had it on manual, but then I saw someone post about having it on portrait. So I was gonna ask uh-huh. you, what's the difference? Yeah. So portrait, I'm not exactly sure. I feel like there's one setting on there, like if it's maybe it's AP, but you can like lock your aperture and just change the other two. Hmm. Like there's certain um, automatics where you can lock your shutter. You could lock your ISO. And that then just, but so my next thing I was going to say is like, you kind of can't completely mess it up. I feel like I've taken so many photos with it and they all look like the same. Okay. So if you push your, um, your flash up and play with it, but just for like, I'll just give the general setting advice and then they can figure out like how to. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Find that. Yeah. And I can also find it, too, and, like, give you guys something to post on your page if you want. Um, Yeah, I could try to make, like, a little mini tutorial. But basically, start with your ISO at 100. Okay. And then your aperture is going to be, like, around 4.5. You can play with that. But your shutter, just just know this. Like, you want it faster than 1 over 200 to get things, like, in focus. Um, Okay. If you go below that, you'll get blur. So if you want to do that, great. So and what was that like called? I, the shutter speed. Oh, shutter speed. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I really yeah. Don't know any of this. And it's so easy. Like once you start trying it, it'll be so easy. So if you need more, like you take a picture, you have everything on that. You take a picture. If you need it to be brighter, just raise your ISO. That's it. Okay. The ISO is, like, the light sensitivity. Okay. Got it. I'm literally taking notes as you speak. Good yeah. to know. Yeah, these are good. And if, if it's also too bright, then you can make your shutter speed faster. So you could make it, like, 1 over 500. Okay. So does that so mean it clicks 500 times? It's a fraction of a second. Oh, okay. Does that, so that make means sense? it's faster. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the fraction of a second. So, like, if you put it lower, like one over ten, that's one tenth of a second. So it's, so going it's open slow. like longer. Yeah. Does that make oh. sense? You guys are getting photography one on one right I now. Know, we love it. We're so <laughs> grateful, honestly. Yeah. I feel like we just get this camera and like there's so many settings and things that you can do on it that it's overwhelming that I just don't take the time to learn. You um, should make a TikTok it. video. You need to make a TikTok video yeah. about like how to use it. I think Tezza actually made one I'll and I that. saved she it. Did, yeah. Um, but you should also make one too. Yeah, I should. Because we need yeah, all the help we can that's get. It. 
That's such good it's honestly summaries. like easy. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So Canon G7X, yeah. worth it. Worth the hype. Just make sure you I think them. yes. Um, as long as you have that little adapter, do you have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah to we plug both in your phone. It. Because I don't like waiting. That's the one thing. One day I forgot it and I was like so annoyed I did because I'm like, I don't want to wait and do it later. It creates more work for yourself. Did you do the Wi-Fi thing? There's like an app. Do you have that? I hate those apps. So do I. It's literally so annoying, but it like, I forgot mine too when I went to Europe and I had to deal with that and it was like fine, but it is annoying. (laughs) Yeah, I hate apps, but yes, I need to. By the way, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about, I think it's called like a, what's it called? It's a adapter. So it's okay, just, like just white. An it's like a little white plug-in to your we phone. We got it on and Amazon. Then you can, yeah. Yeah. You just plug yeah. it into the bottom of your phone and then you plug in your SD card from your camera and then you just open your photos and at the bottom of photos, it'll say import and then you just click that and you can go on and just select what you want to import onto your phone and then you can edit on your phone which is super nice and then if you're done with the photos and you want them off the sd card after that you can just delete them from your phone which is easier than like going through your camera and like deleting like each one that you don't need anymore so yeah definitely worth it and it's not that expensive i feel like it's like what yeah 20 something if that yeah. yeah super worth it definitely definitely get that yeah i think i think the camera's great just the full body shots like I just feel like it's better for, like, half-body-ish. But, I mean, you still can get great full-body shots. Yeah, I yeah. recently posted one from the event that we went to in L.A. Oh, that yeah, was a full-body on the Canon. And it actually yeah. came out pretty cute. So yeah, Oh, yeah, I commented strong. on it. I was yeah, like, you did. I really liked it. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. Um, do you think the Canon is going to stay around for a little bit? Or do you think it's going to have its moment again and then kind of go away and then come back in a couple of years? I think it's going to have its moment for a while because I think phone content was, like, such a thing for, like, years. I think it goes back and forth because it's, like, how do you stand out right now from everyone that's doing that? So it's, like, it just – it's, like, a wave that keeps happening, but I don't think enough people – like, a lot of people are lazy, so I don't, like, think a lot of people are going to do this. So I think people have, like, more of a chance to, like, stand out because – People know when something looks, like, above average, so I think it's, like, enticing because they're like, how did you do that? Like, wow, it looks so good. Yeah. You know? point. Yeah, because I feel like it was during the period where, like, everyone was shooting on, like, DSLR and doing these, like, highly curated shoots, and then that was the transition to the iPhone because the iPhone camera got pretty good, I would say, around the 8, I think was one of my favorites. And then people would post, like, do you like DSLR or iPhone better? And, like, people would always vote iPhone because it was kind of more candid or in the moment or mm-hmm. less curated. So then people and kind relatable. of... Yeah. So people kind of dropped their DSLRs and then started mo- doing more iPhone. And then as the iPhone camera kept getting, I would say, quote unquote, better and better. I don't know if it actually is. But then people put away the cameras. But and now, now the cameras people are coming hate back the out. iPhone camera, too. So it's, it's, like, like, great timing. Much. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Um, do you have a favorite DSLR or, like, a big, chunky camera that you like to shoot with? Like, what is your go-to? Or I guess if someone maybe wants to get into photography and start, what's a good starting one? Because I feel like if I would have no yeah. idea where to start. 
Yeah, that's like a good question because now things are like a little different. I got, I started with the Canon T3i and it was like $300 refurbished. Um, and that was great. But I know now they have like mirrorless starting ones. Like someone reached out to me for mentoring and she was talking about like the EO, Canon EOS R. Um, and I looked it up. It was like a thousand and I think like mirrorless. So there's so many options now. I use the Sony like A7R4, I think, or three. Um, but I mean, you can't really go wrong. I would just say like replace the kit lens. Like don't use the kit lens. I just think the kit lenses like don't have good glass. And then a lot of them are kind of, I don't even really know what it is about them, but they're just not great. So if you want to look like long and lean, I would go like wide angle. So like 35 milli millimeter or like even if you want to look like really artsy and long and lean, you could go like 14 to 30, like something like that. Um, if you want to have that like paparazzi look, you'll go like a 50 millimeter or like 85 millimeter or something like that for your lens size. And how no, do you learn that about this? But like, do you just no. learn that over time <laughs> yeah. or how do you learn those things? Yeah, just basically, um, I feel like like photography people like stock other photography people and then like mm. you kind of see that and then like just research too. like you could watch like YouTube videos on photography Um I also just like learned by like trial and error. So like I went into the camera store and the guy was like recommending 35 millimeter. And then, you know, you just like try different things. You get like, there's only like a few different ones. So you just kind of see what you like. Like to me, the 85 millimeter is very like, it's like the paparazzi look, but it makes you look like bigger. And I found that like all women want to look like taller. Right. And totally. skinnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't like use that lens for long, you know, but if you're shooting like corporate headshots where people want to look like LinkedIn-y, then you need that like paparazzi lens. So it's just kind of like trial error, like learning what people like and like figuring out like your client, what they're going to want and what's going to attract them. Mm -hmm. and you have to just it's just using like critical thinking but it's like you know it's kind of like it's similar to fashion I'd say because it's like you guys know there's probably like 20 different kinds of jeans and like who wears each type of jeans you know yeah it's like that <laughs> yeah no that's a good comparison honestly <laughs> yeah Wow, yeah. whole whole world out there with photography that... Yeah, and well, so with the Canon G7X, I think it, like, you can, like, zoom in and out. So that's the millimeter. Like, the, if you're zoomed out the farthest, that's, like, more of a wide angle. So I think mm. that one goes to, like, 25 millimeter. Um, and then uh, oh. if you zoom... Yeah, so, <laughs> like, that's know. the longest. Yeah, so, like, the most zoomed out. But then when you zoom in, you're going mm. closer to, like, I don't know exactly. I can look at it, but it's, like, 50 to, like, 85 maybe. Maybe 70. I don't know if it goes to 85. But, like, you'll notice if you take a picture of yourself, like, a full – you could do, like, a video on that. But, like, a full body – um, 
like shot of someone on 85, they're going to look like a little bit bigger and less tall. And I also, I have a, back when IGTV was a thing. Oh my gosh. I have a video (laughs) (laughs) on my, um, it's in the real section now, but it's towards the bottom and I look really bad because it's like five years old, but the information's so good that I don't delete it, but it, I did a street style session with, like, all three sizes. You could see exactly, like, oh, the difference. we'll, maybe we'll repost that on, um, the Oh, don't. Maybe oh, we'll have to go find it. <laughs> okay, not no, if you, you don't want you, us to. No, no, you can. I just probably won't repost that one because <laughs> I look like a cow, but. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, maybe you, you can, could do you can like an updated sure. video. Yeah. I feel like that would be a really yeah, good Yeah, I know. One to do. But you definitely can. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. But I, that's why I don't delete it because it is good. It's a good video. Do you post tips or anything on social media or do you just not really have kind of time for that because you're pretty busy with your clients and everything? I do. I just like don't do it super, super frequent, like every like month or two. Um, on like actual posts and then in my stories I do it here and there I used to do it a ton because Lauren Bostick she's the one who taught me that so back in like 2016 2017 like everything is like like if you're gonna post on social media like it has to be like entertaining or like value yeah And we would, like, make these, like, she did. And that's where I learned, like, these, like, long captions. It's, like, you know, no one's going to follow you if it's, like, all about you. It's, like, what you can, like, give to them. That's why someone's going to follow you. What can they learn from you and all of that stuff. No, really good advice still. Yeah. And you can, like, also, like, you're building an audience. You know, it's, like, content marketing. So, like... I've built, like, an audience of, like, obviously potential clients, but also, like, other photographers who, like, enjoy my work or, like, learn something from me. And so now, like, I mean, next week we'll see how it goes, but I have, um, I'm going to shoot, like, behind the scenes of one of my shoots and kind of, like, turn to the camera, too, to explain what I'm doing. And I, like, I want to sell it as, like, a little shadow me kind of, like, course, because that's a a really good idea yeah I feel like it's people want to like come to shoots but I can't always like bring them it's just it's just hard so um that way they can see like how everything works and how you like create and now it's like a way for me to kind of passively make a little extra income as Mm -hmm. well because you know like as a service it's it's time consuming Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah. Do you, you mentioned, do you do mentoring? I do, but, like, very little of it. Um, I've just found that, like, you know, now my time is, like, worth a little bit more. Yeah. And sometimes, like, you know, people who are starting, like, can't afford it maybe. So that's why I wanted to, like, also create this as something, like, smaller where people mm-hmm. can, like, start small and see a lot of the times people just want to see like, oh, it's not really as hard as I think it is in my mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know? so true. <laughs> One thing yeah. I was also wondering in just terms of all photographers, how long does it take you to edit a shoot? Because I feel like photographers, you take so many photos, like going through the photos, editing. How long does that take? 
Yeah, it does. It takes, well, for, it depends on the photographer. There's photographers where they just, like, slap on an orange filter and just, like, everything turns orange and, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. So, yeah, it's, like, their, their goal is just to make all their work look orange and not, like, specifically orange. It could be brown. It could be, like, beige. Like, whatever their tones are. Like, they just want all their work. Is it, like, a preset, work, like, pretty much? Like, they just throw Yeah, on, like, like a, preset. a preset. Yeah. And for me, like, I do it differently where I'm, like, I want their shoot to, like, real to, like, life, but, like, a little bit more elevated. So each shoot, like... I use different settings and then like sometimes I'll like edit for like how I want like the person's tones to look and then I like edit the background separate which now AI has made it so easy because like in Lightroom do you guys know there's like the background and like the person setting no no on on your desktop (laughs) oh no we only use it on our phones for the most yeah so on desktop or there's like the sky like you know, if someone's like shooting outside, you can click the sky now and just edit the sky. Oh yeah, I do that a lot usually. Yeah. So there's like stuff like that. And then I, I like to like make sure, you know, if there's like a little lint on their shirt, like I always take it off. Like I can't stand when I'm looking at people's pictures and there's like weird like dots on it, you know? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> So it takes me a few hours um, if it's, like, a shorter shoot or, like, right now I'm working on a shoot for, like, a hair extension brand and we, like, shot in front of, like, all these vintage TVs and, like, I'm photoshopping the girl that's, like, in the picture, like, onto Onto the TV TV with static. Wow. And that takes me, like, one hour per image and there's, like, ten of them. So, like, something like that takes longer is that for style it's really lounge? Cute. Yes. So, so cute. cute. I've seen Gosh, like you've been see. posting I you posted BTS I think of the shoot itself or something yes. when you were shooting it and it looked so cool. Oh like God. it looked I feel like you guys stunning. would love it. Oh, yeah. It's it. your aesthetic. It's so cute. It's your aesthetic. That's where it's I get so my cute. haircut. I don't really do anything much to my hair, but I get a haircut and that's where I go. Yeah. I I'm going to go there for a haircut. I love they do like really amazing layers yeah mm. okay yeah. cool well I feel like we only have a couple questions left so just I guess real quick yeah. what are some absolute no's when you're shooting like what makes you cringe as a photographer <sighs> like what's the tea <laughs> confetti I hate confetti I'm dead that's so specific <laughs> I love that it's like blowing it at the camera or like I mean, there's, like, I could tell you, like, a million little, like, props that I, like, can't stand. But at the end of the day, like, what really makes me cringe is, like, when someone doesn't know who they are and they're trying to do something just because other people do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for example, let's take, yes. let's take, like, suits and blazers. Like, you guys rock it so hard. And, like, I feel like it's, like, your energy. So, like... When you wore it, it wasn't, like, weird at all. But, like, some people will ask me, like, I see a lot of people in your studio do photos with suits. Like, should I get a white suit? And I'm like, do you like a white suit? Like, that question makes me cringe. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's, like, whatever. Like, if you're trying to, like, just do something because someone else did it or, like, 
you know, or like you don't even know who you are, like that makes me cringe. Cause like mm-hmm. you should always figure out who you are and what you like. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that or just struggle trying to figure out genuinely, like like you said, what they like. So they try to do what everyone else is doing. And I feel like that's a really good tip for social media in general too. Like Mm -hmm. people just post things because other people are posting it or they see a photo that someone else posted that got really good engagement. So they post that, but that's not really them. Mm -hmm. And it's like your audience can tell when you're doing that. People can tell when you're doing that. So there's no point in forcing or faking something that isn't you. Like the more genuine you are when you post and share things, the more you'll attract your right audience. And I feel like we talk about how it took us a while to find our style. I feel like it was probably about two years ago now where we both kind of fell into our thing where like Danielle Mm -hmm. like truly fully embraced pink (laughs) and every shade of it for all that it is. And like that's the same time that I went completely neutral and I cut out color completely and I've stayed neutral pretty much ever since. Mm. But that's where we really kind of found our things and we've like made that work. And then obviously when we do projects together like this, it's like those two things coexist and people can relate because they're like, oh, well, I like color and, you know, or, oh, I like neutrals, but it's so hard to, you know, I don't know how to style something. So it's like they kind of get the best of both from the two of us so I feel like it's like sticking true to yourself and your style will go so much further than you just trying to jump on whatever everyone else is doing and especially in photography too with like photography style which is why I feel like you're so unique with what you do I agree like I love you guys are so different but you guys like get each other and it's like you, you know, you don't have to do anything a specific way. Like, do it how you want to do it. And I just, yeah, I feel like it's cringe when people, like, are, aren't listening to their own thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. their own, like, style. Um, but sometimes it takes time. Like, that's, you know, you have to understand that, too. Like, like you guys said, you just figured out, like, what you really liked. And it's, like, by trial and error. So... Totally. Yeah. Like our first yeah. podcast cover compared to now. Okay, that was trial and error. Um, yeah, we really found exactly. ourselves. And then we're like, okay, now it's time for the shoot. And like, thank God yeah. we waited, honestly. Yeah, because yeah, we wouldn't have so known what we wanted then. So it's yeah. like when we knew and we executed, it came out so good, even better than we like had imagined. So... Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's like, it's okay to wait, but it's like, I love that you guys didn't wait on actually starting the podcast. Exactly. Just because yeah. Because we totally. didn't have a cover photo. Yes. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like, so it's important to start. Yeah. People, yeah. I love the quote when people say, like, I, I can't remember the exact one, but I know it's along the lines of, like, start now and adjust later. And that's definitely what we yeah. did. And I think that's really yeah. good advice. But that was a really good answer for yeah. the yeah. what makes you cringe question. <laughs> confetti. Yeah, well, the confetti really does. The confe- like. confetti and not knowing who you are. <laughs> so extreme. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Love yeah. That. Um, what inspired yeah. you to create your little studio that you have? Like, it's such a beautiful yes. space, and obviously not every photographer has a studio, so what made you want to have a studio because I know we've kind of talked about the pain points of like LA and everything so yeah so like basically like in 2020 the blogger thing kind of like died down a little bit because 
we were like at home and stuck in our houses and like the collabs were still going, but my clients, a lot of them had to shoot them on their iPhone. So like just to, you know, by default that cut out some of my work um, because, and that was kind of the turning point too with phone content. So that cut off like probably like a third of my business. And then a lot of people started businesses during that time too. So like I was getting more um, personal branding work and people who wanted like photos inside and also the whole inside thing kind of happened that year too was like everyone was in their houses like remodeling or like taking a lot of content inside. So I feel like as everyone was like maturing, you know, places like the beach or like downtown wasn't making sense for their content. So like maybe they were, you know, starting a coaching business or this and that. So I was getting a lot of requests and people would ask me to go to these like cool studios in LA, but I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go there for maybe like a $700 shoot because it's going to take my full day, you know, or even like a thousand. It's like you, you have to be really smart with your time. And so there was nothing here. Everything was like boho. And like some of the places we would use, they had the worst light ever. And it just, it just was not working out. So I kind of just, I was like, I want my own space. I want something cute. And I also figured that it might like help people decide to book with me because the location was such like a problem for everybody. I feel like it slowed down the the booking process for me. So Mm. I just kind of went for it. I found this like small space um, that would let me rent like year to year because I was like really scared to do it. But I knew like regardless, I could afford the rent So I got the place and I made my husband um, remodel it with me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he did like the French crown molding and then like I did all the lime wash and I got like a bunch of cute furniture and just like poured money into it. And literally like instantly, I'm not even joking you, my business like just started like exploding like the inquiries and that's so yeah yeah it was it was yes and I'm like okay let's go now I need to do another one Yeah. yeah I feel like that was like such a good pivot with COVID and like really capitalizing on like what can I do or how can I help my business and like creating that studio like you said because there's literally nothing that exists like that in San Diego. Like if you want that, you have to drive to LA. And then it makes it like this whole thing where it's like, I just want to shoot for two hours. I don't want to be in the car for six. Like I just want to like shoot and be done. So it's so nice. And then, yeah, you got all like the trendy chairs, like as they were becoming trendy. So I feel like you're always just kind of either like right on top of or like a step ahead of what's trending and then you do that so it's always so fun to see like what you're doing in your space because I feel like again it's so elevated and it's you can truly see how it's like helped your business like it's just beautiful thank you and also like can we mention how terrifying downtown LA is um no yes really some of them we've parked at 
it's like the most random parking and then you have to like carry all your stuff up to the studio and like or you have to walk on the street like with all your stuff like yes it's there's like stabbings down there it's like no (laughs) I that's why I'm like I need to make like one more and and make like good. a black yeah. room, a pink room, like all these Ew. things. Yeah. So good idea. Def- yeah. You should definitely do that. Um, yeah. Okay. I feel like our last question that we have, just for some tips, are what should you look for when hiring a photographer? Because there's so many out there. So it's like, how do you know who's the right fit for you? Like, if if you were gonna hire a photographer, what would you look for? I would. Uh, look for flash like I would make sure they know how to shoot flash because I like natural light but I also like want a little bit of like a high class edgy modern look too um I would definitely check their editing like I like true to life like I don't want to be too desaturated or too orange um or look like too big so I would make sure they have like wide angle vibes Mm. and I I feel like when you know you know with photography it's like kind of one of those things visually I would ask them if they're okay personally I would ask them if they were okay if I edited the photos yeah (laughs) because I don't like how anybody edits besides myself I'm very like particular and I think I even asked you guys because I'm super mindful of like other like true creators like I want to make sure you're happy with your edits because, like, this is for your brand. So I always like to, like, double check, like, hey, is editing okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would kind of ask them if I had any, like, reservations. I don't think a lot of photographers like to be asked that, so. Yeah, I've noticed that, I don't too. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd recommend that. I think I'm, like, a rare breed. Um, and then I would ask, like to see a full gallery like if you're doing a wedding or an engagement type of shoot like a lot of times like even with myself I mean I can pick one amazing photo from every session and like you just want to make sure like you see the full vibe so you can say like let's say you want to make sure they have amazing like first dance photos like you want to ask for some full galleries so you can like check their first dance photos you know That's a good point because I feel like I am currently, you know, planning for my wedding. And when I was looking for an engagement photographer, I was very much looking at editing style because like you said, like I have a certain like edit that I like and it doesn't necessarily need to be my specific edit, but it just has to be similar enough. For example, like I don't like blue in my photos. And so Mm -hmm. if we're shooting outside and the sky is blue, like I don't want the sky to be blue in my photos. So it's like I have to find (laughs) someone who edits like that or I'm getting married on the beach. And so like I don't want bright blue water. Yeah. So I'm like, I need someone who understands like that aesthetic find some rocks take the blues out like lower the blues take them out like I don't know but just give that vibe and so that has been like the one thing on my mind when looking for photographers and like I found this one girl and she's amazing she did our engagement shoot and I think she'll do our wedding too so looking for that editing style was like so so big because obviously I want to repost the photos but I do have a more moody feed so if I reposted her photos and say she did them at my wedding and they were just bright you know that tropical like Hawaii vibe like it just would not 
go and I probably wouldn't end up posting them. And then it's kind of like, what's the point? So I think that's a good point when you are looking for a photographer, just to make sure it kind of goes with your vibe. A hundred percent. And those photos were so good. They look very editorial. Yeah. And you had flash, you yep. had some blur, like they're yep. very cute. Thank you. Yeah. So I had to do a lot of like research and like I did ask, I was like, do you have examples? Like, and with like videographers too, like, do you have examples of your editing? Can I see like what each part looked like? So those are really, really good questions to ask. I feel like so. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like. Are you going to have someone to do like the behind the scenes content? I'm still trying to figure out kind of me I know someone no you need to have fun like I I there's this girl that just started um I know her she's like done the social media I'm like shouting her out but social media for like Kopari like Shaney Darden all these people but she just started like a side business where I've been seeing they send people out to take yes yes I can give you her name oh my god but like Alyssa's going to Turk so like the only issue is, yeah, it's destination in Turks and Caicos, oh, yeah. so it's kind of expensive. So, Facts, yeah. yeah, trying to figure out the situation and just, like, what our budget is, but, yeah, would love yeah. that, but, and I feel like a lot of my friends that True. I'm inviting are also influencers, so I know they'll be getting yeah, all the you, content. Yeah, you probably got it handled. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah but is there anything else you want to share with our audience? Any last tips or advice to anyone maybe who wants to start photography or start their own business or just pursue something different because they don't love their job right now? Like, what would you tell them? I would say just, like, go for it and just don't stop and work with other people that like you think are influential because you guys can all build up together and yeah I just seriously don't stop because you don't know where things can go like I never thought I'd have a studio I never thought I'd be working with like the people that I get to work with and you just never know the potential so just like don't give up and keep going through like all those hard moments like just adjust and like keep learning and just literally don't stop. I know it's so cliche, but it's very, yeah, very it's much true. true. Well, I feel Love like it's that. like consistency, like same with social media. Like you have to stay consistent, like keep showing up, even if things like aren't doing well or like you don't know, just like keep going and like you will figure it out along the way. And if it's something you're truly passionate about or you really, really want it, then that's how you make it happen. And I feel like that's like the barrier that divides the people from the people who make it versus the people who don't is they you just keep going Mm -hmm. there's like one really good book by like robert robert green i don't know if you guys like know him it's called mastery but he there's like this thing that he says it's like you basically have to do something for like i think it's ten thousand hours to master it Mm -hmm. and that i like did the math because i basically did photography every single day at least for like a few hours and I think it came to like four or five years. So basically it's like you just have to get through that mm-hmm. like chunk of time to figure out who you are and like what you're doing. And then you can kind of like skyrocket. Some people do it faster, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah wow. Well, yeah. thank really you good. so much for joining us today. Yes. We really thank appreciated you. all the tips, tricks, and everything that you shared. I feel like our audience is absolutely going to love this. So Last thing is, can you just share where everyone can find you? 
Yes. Um, on Instagram, it's Aria Levy Photo. And then my link tree's there. So it will take you wherever else you want to okay, go. Perfect. And we'll link her in the show notes description whatever that's called and all that yeah. yeah and thank you guys so much you guys are both amazing at what you do and even in like the one year I've known you both like I feel like you've grown so much Aww, so, so thank you for having me on yeah I learned a lot and, and I'm leaving this feeling very inspired so I hope all of you guys listening yes. also feel the same <laughs> let's get yeah, it let's get yay it. <laughs> okay thank you thank bye guys you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. I have a page of notes at my computer right now. I need to go take a page of notes. I need to re-listen, like gather my thoughts. Like she just shared so much information and she's like a legit professional photographer, knows her stuff. Like just like all the Canon G7X things we talked about, I need to Mm -hmm. go and like write down step-by-step everything she said so that I feel like confident when shooting with it and i'm so excited if you guys haven't seen her instagram definitely check it out because i like i love her page and her clients like everyone is so inspirational and she truly just works with powerful women in business like and i just love that that's the thing i feel like she really sets herself apart she's this boss babe kind of does her thing but Mm -hmm. she does it so well she gets the vibe she gets the aesthetic she gets how to empower women and i think her clients obviously are attracted to that which is why they book her which is why we booked her to do our podcast because that was the energy we wanted so such a great episode we hope you guys loved it let us know your thoughts and also let us know if you guys want to hear from other guests like we're always open to your suggestions Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's pretty much it for this episode it's a pretty decent lengthy one like we really truly tried to ask her everything we could think of so yeah hope you guys loved it and as always we have our Facebook group you guys can join it's the influence community it's a very safe space to post creator questions we like filter through all the membership requests and everything so that everyone feels comfortable and yeah I hope you guys have an amazing week this week and we'll chat in the next episode Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.